Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Welcome to Lawyers and Libations, episode 11 with Sarah and Rebecca. How are you? It's still the summer. It is, and it is a hot one. It is hot as shit outside. Uh, Apparently, it's going to be breaking temperatures all over the country, especially the West. There's like 90 million people under like a heat warning. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. I think last week, I think the temperatures were apparently like the highest they've been ever. I feel like Probably that's other than the dinosaurs. Happening. Yeah, I agree. We, we might just boil to death at some point mm-hmm. in time. So I think Death Valley said 130. Oh Las God. Vegas 117. I know you like a pool party, but I am not going with not you for that. Not that not when it's that hot. Not gonna do nope, it. Hard it's pass. too warm. Um I went to New Orleans and it was like stepping off an airplane under uh and like a wet electric blanket. It was disgusting. You know, and I do love New Orleans. The last time I was there, it was the week before Katrina hit. Oh, no. I was down there for a legal conference. I was in law school. And I remember, I mean, it was hot. It was the same thing. It was like hundreds plus. And it smelled so gross. I mean, it was just like stinky pee everywhere. And I still, to this day, like, I don't know if you ever, like, think about things that you didn't buy that you wish you had. Like, I tried on the cutest dress in this boutique, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I have the money for it. I'm just in law school. And I didn't buy it, and a week later, Katrina hit, and the freaking store was gone. So I should have definitely Now, <laughs> now you've never seen it dress. again, and you're yeah. like, it I keeps you awake at night? It does. Like, it makes me crazy, but so we stinks. So they have Southern Trial Lawyers Association down there every year. I think it's in February, late January, early February. Anyway, I went down there... Um, and it was pouring rain the entire time. So up until this time, I'd only done Bourbon Street, right? You would fly in, you get in an Uber, you go stay at your hotel, you go to Bourbon Street, you go back to your hotel, and then you fly out. But to this time, I actually got to see a lot of the town, which was stunning and beautiful and great restaurants and these houses. Good grief. Oh, they're gorgeous. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. Um, but my first my first interaction with New Orleans, if I can call it that, was on Bourbon Street during, like, STLA, and it was, I mean, torrential downpour. So the entire Bourbon Street floods, like, four, I was the only one out of our group uh, to watch the Weather Channel before we went, so I brought my um, little hunter boots that come up to my knee because everybody, I mean, it was, it was literally water up to mid like right below your knee, 
Like it covered your tibia Ugh. and fibula Gross. and all that. It was you know disgusting. it's like dead bodies and pee and poop and all kinds of stuff. There it smelled there. like urine. We were all soaked. I was there with Mary Margaret. She actually lost her um, lost her shoe in Shut. one of the in one of the drainage <laughs> the little drainage things. We had to go buy some really bad uh, wedge flip flops that were like rubber. It was disgusting. Anyway, so it can be gross, but right, it was beautiful when I just went to it. Um, absolutely. St- God, those houses. Where do I get one of those houses? New Orleans, probably. It's too fucking hot. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And I can say that coming from Atlanta. I yeah. don't, yeah. It was very, very warm. Um, so, yeah. So, heat is breaking all over the summer. And everyone, again, hottest on record ever in the entire mm-hmm. world of all time that they've been recording temperatures, which probably doesn't bode so well for our children. I'm slightly worried about no, it. No, definitely not. I was trying to explain to the kids why it was important to recycle on our vacation i was like you know we want to have an earth around for your children and then i thought to myself Could anybody even want to be here <laughs> yeah like i think it's gonna be pretty gross by then yeah i um i'm kind of a pretty firm believer in reincarnation for whatever that's worth and i'm like i don't want to come back <laughs> Like, this is like a solid good, like, before shit really goes off the mm-hmm. rails. I feel like this is a good last trip around, you know, around the sun. Yeah, I, I absolutely. feel like we don't need to, I don't need to come back anymore when it's Nope, fucking, not if it's going to be hotter. No. Uh-uh. I had um, somebody also, they were telling me stories about India uh, and going there and just, I was like, it's the hottest place on the planet. Why would you ever go to India? So, I'm not a big fan of um, heat in general. Summertime is my least favorite season. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. Um, in other news, I know that we've talked about this before on the podcast, but um, I feel like we should just do a segment called Just Get Fucking Divorced because people continue to poison their spouses when they're having extramarital affairs. Like, Ooh, who's, who's the latest? So this was a dentist in Colorado, and he got uh, some arsenic and cyanide to poison his fucking lovely wife, mother of six children, uh, because he was, uh, you know, apparently addicted to porn and had multiple affairs. Um, but the odd thing was, is that he actually, like that other guy, uh, who was poisoned, had, who had been poisoned, what, two or three times mm-hmm. or something? This was very similar. She had been poisoned one time previously by him, or drugged, sorry, not poisoned, drugged, when he... He said he drugged her because he was going to kill himself and he didn't want her to wake up and find him and help save him or some shit like that. I have no idea. So yeah. when so she's feeling unwell, right? Because she's he's putting arsenic and cyanide in her uh, her shakes every morning. And and he goes and she said, "I think that I feel drugged." And he said, I know this must be, given our history, hold on, I wrote down, given our history, I know that must be triggering. Just for the record, I didn't drug you. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Red flag, if red flag. If your partner has ever drugged you before for anything or poisoned you, it's probably time to get a divorce. No, I mean, Ryan and I definitely have a standing rule. I'm like, look, if you fall in love <laughs> with somebody drug else, each other. don't kill me. Just tell me. I'll figure it out. Just fucking get divorced. It. Yeah. It's not that tricky. Yeah, don't I got divorced. It's not an enjoyable thing, but like, don't. It's better than death. Don't murder the yeah. pa- other parent of your child. Mm-hmm. That's going to fuck them up for the rest of their lives. Now, George did ask me yesterday when I picked him up from camp if he goes, Mom, what happens if you get buried alive? <laughs> 
what do you do? And I go, well, I mean, I By guess. like an avalanche or no, what? No, just like if you're if you're in your coffin, but you're really still alive and nobody catches it. Oh, Jesus. Like it's a deep thought for a six-year-old. And I go, well, I mean, maybe we should just make sure we all get buried with tools. And then that way, like if you are alive, you can like shimmy your way out. There was some terrible that keeper. happened recently to some check. No way. Mm-hmm. I'll pull it up next time for the podcast. Buried alive? They thought she was dead. The it's fun- like the Remy and Juliet, I guess, whatever. Speaking of drugs, yeah. I wonder if she took something to Nobody, make it appear she no, was dead. Nobody has time for that. Um, there was some Kiefer Sutherland movie called Missing or something, I remember, like early 90s maybe, where like his wife or girlfriend got kidnapped at a gas station oh, by the guy so yeah yes. and then she got like buried alive and so he decided to go through it mm-hmm. oh it's fucking terrible yeah. but um uh, i don't i don't really know what to say about that but i can give you a therapist recommendation for george if you want <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just gonna i feel like that's a that's a um that would make me nervous if he's worried about being buried yeah, alive yeah, but, now yeah. we've already we've already got a very good job there yeah a little, little bit i'm like right. i've got i've got one yeah, trust yeah. me yeah, i got yeah. one um and then the other thing that we have going on this summer, it seems like everybody's going on strike, right? Mm-hmm. UPS is getting ready to possibly go on strike, which will fuck all of our uh, Amazon Prime stuff from being delivered. That would be terrible. Oh, yeah. Right in time for Prime Day. Yeah. We've got SAG. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, all the actors and Screen Actors Guild, they just, that they're done. Yeah. They said, we're out for mm-hmm. now. I think everybody's tired of getting screwed. They're like, oh, yeah. we'll all protest. Did you say Starbucks? I heard Starbucks was protesting. Like, they're about to go on strike. What are they mad about? Probably wages, I'm sure. Wages, I mean, if they're charging $12 a latte, shouldn't they be then you paid at least? Paid accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So it seems like uh, it's probably because it's hot as shit outside and mm-hmm. everybody's just like, fuck it, I'm, I'm done working. We're mm-hmm. striking. Now's, now's as good of time as ever. Right. Yeah, I would agree on that. Mm -hmm. Um, So today, tell us who we're having today. Yeah, absolutely. So today we have my one of my favorite people on the planet, um, Elizabeth Davis, who is actually my financial planner. Um, She is just a huge champion of women and women in business. She's lovely. She's so great. I really like her. Um, But I thought it'd be so fun to have her on to talk about kind of her insight in the finance world, things that we should be doing to look out for ourselves long term, both men and women, but particularly women, you know, just making sure that we're making the right moves and doing the right things to to set ourselves up for success. So she is going to be on. Perfect. Um, couple fun facts before she gets on and I'll definitely bust her chops when she is on but I met her during COVID Mm -hmm. at her son's birthday party and our sons our six-year-olds are now best of friends but they're also complete psychopaths so like if they spend the night together you have to like be able to separate them and like keep them from murdering each other yes um, but when George stays at her house, he likes to sleep in her bed. Oh, um, he of course loves, he does. Loves, loves Elizabeth. Yes. Um, but so in addition to being my financial planner and one of my favorite people, she also has gotten me all into this intermittent fasting, um, which I blame her for sending me this podcast right before I went on vacation. The title of it was Why You Can't Lose Weight. Oh. So, yeah. So definitely the reason I know that we're really good friends is you don't send that type of uh podcast to like a you, soft friend you that's don't. like a real no friend. no that's like a true like that's like a sister level friend yeah. and that's fair uh 
I will say, though, on the other hand, again, seeing you naked multiple times, you don't need to lose any weight. Well, you look you. phenomenal. You, you. It's just the mid-40s um, drama of it all. But anyway, so it made me laugh. But so now I'm super obsessed with this lady that wrote the podcast. And I read the book on vacation instead of Outlander. Whoa, no. I know, I know. So have you, watched, have you read it yet? I got, I'm a quarter of the way through. Okay. I was definitely, based on watching the show, expecting more like Fifty Shades of Grey level of like sex in the book. Gear and it's definitely girl. not oh. so far. Well, they don't the use like bondage and okay. stuff, but you're only in the quarter of the first book. There's like Yeah, she's ten, not banging Jamie There's yet. ten books and she bangs the shit out of Jamie. Okay. Repeatedly. Well, I'm patiently waiting. So I'm a quarter of oh, nothing dirty outside of like some like smooching with her husband has happened yet. So. Oh, no. Gear okay. up, girl. Hallelujah. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, you might need some alone time with that book. But um, so Elizabeth, yes. Well, she can help our listeners prepare financially. So instead of murdering their fucking spouse, they can just get a divorce and be totally fine right. on their you own. Just know where all the money is. Look Absolutely. at that. Mm-hmm. You too can succeed without ending yep. up in an orange jumpsuit. Absolutely. Very proud. Well, perfect. So we'll be back in a few minutes with Elizabeth. Can't wait. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Welcome back to Lawyers and Libations with Sarah and Rebecca. We have Elizabeth and Elizabeth. Elizabeth. (laughs) So as promised, we brought on Elizabeth, who is Rebecca's financial advisor. She's amazing and lovely and brilliant. And she has brought us a lovely drink today. She has. What did you bring us? I brought a transfusion. Transfusion. Really in honor of Rebecca. Ryan, her husband, Gave me my first transfusion only a year or two ago. What? Blood transfusion or vodka no. transfusion? <laughs> I'm like, do you golf? You don't I don't know when and where we had this for the first time. We were at um, your father-in-law's lake house. That's and right. I think he brought a goodie bag. And he brought, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Ryan's yep. like good that. Work, he brings Ryan. goodie bags. He is, yeah. When we He's moved into our that, new too. house, the only person that showed up with a housewarming gift was Ryan Hallberg. Mm-hmm. Like, He's out of his it. way, drove over. He's but you know what he brought? Proper. A bag of all this stuff to make transfusions. Yeah. And didn't, did he get you all the cute cups, too, that had the marker, like, the cups? Mm-hmm. God, I can't remember where he got them. But they were marked on them, like, vodka this high, transfusion mix this high. Mine, uh, I think, was a little higher than both of yours <laughs> today. Uh, anyway, so it's delicious. But I will say, the mix that we used is Owens. And... Okay. A friend, uh, so my sister-in-law's 
best guy friend, Dave Seiler. Okay, I'm um, He works for Owens, which has mixers for all kinds of amazing stuff. So they've got like cucumber mint they've got a really good espresso martini so this is their transfusion and it's all like non-alcoholic and you get the mixers and then you just pour in your own booze perfect it's so good and i think i've had a couple of different transfusion mixes the owens ones are the most like similar to the golf course yes and they don't like some of them do taste kind of like syrupy and gross and owens is like yeah owens tastes like what I drink on the golf course. Yeah, grape juice and ginger ale. Well, you need to have Rebecca try the espresso martini option since that's her signature. I mean, it's it's really good. I drank it the other day out of the refrigerator without any vodka in it because I just needed a quick pick-me-up. Oh, yeah. They do that. It was good. I wouldn't Um, have thought of that, but that's delicious, I bet. It is, so So let's try this. Is it good? Oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Cheers. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, speaking oh, of golf, good. before we get to you, I wanted to mention yes. something that I heard on um, the Smartless podcast, which was like Jason Bateman. Love those guys. Smartlist? Smartless. L-E-S-S. First of all, it's hysterical. But so they had super, like, I don't normally think younger guys are hot, but they had Tom Holland on, who I just adore. Okay. He's pretty hot. I don't know who that is. Don't tell Tom Holland. Spider-Man. He's dating Zendaya. Got it. Isn't he on Don't Worry Darling? Is that him? No, that's Harry Styles. Oh, shit. Similar look. Kind of like, because I also typically don't think skinny guys are hot, but like, he's cute. He's super cute. Yeah. But so, he was here in Atlanta filming a movie. I can't remember when, but he ran into Jason Bateman playing golf at Bobby Jones. So we hmm. need to go to Bobby Jones immediately. If celebrities are playing golf at Bobby Jones, yeah. why aren't we playing more golf at Bobby Jones? It's 25 bucks. It's nine right holes. In the of the city. Yeah. Yeah. So I know. I, I've I'm, never played Bobby Jones. We well, should go. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just I nine think, holes. I feel it's just like hot as shit. The right likelihood wait. of running into another celebrity is going to be low, though. I feel like I that might have been a fluke. If we go, I propose that we go every week, and eventually <laughs> we're going to run into a Between celebrity. Between podcast recording and golfing, there's and really not much time else. for anything yeah. else. Yeah. Um, I mean, fine. Or at least like twice a month. That could increase our chances of running into Jason or Tom. I think there so. And also, if we become good friends with. Like the pro, then maybe they give us a heads up and say, hey, wink, wink, Jason Bateman's going to we'll be here. take the pro all the transfusions mm-hmm. he can want. Yep. Uh, yeah, that might not help us swing. Get in with him good, mm-hmm. and then he'll let us know. Yeah. You know? Um, so, you know I'm, I'm sorry for, for the that. little diverging no. thing, but I was Love like, we should do that. That was some very good Atlanta information, I thought. Mm-hmm. Fall. Fall. Because right now it's hot as shit. Very true. I know. Um, so, so I'm not good in heat. So excited that Elizabeth is with us. Um, so and so what I forgot here. to mention um, before you came on, I kind of gave mm-hmm. a little overview. Um, but Elizabeth is the co-owner of a financial planning team. Um, she has just been, I love my original financial planner who I still work with a little bit, but I've started, I met Elizabeth and then slowly have like. We haven't even made her fire this no, other woman no. yet who hopefully I'm very loyal. I don't like, yeah. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> I don't think she does. I think we're good. Um, and I still have her on some stuff. Yes. Like, we don't want Elizabeth her and her team have done now. a great job. I'm not necessarily the crazy financial person in my family. It's Ryan, mm-hmm. who, while a lovely gift giver, is very worried about money and the future very and what anal. are we doing. Yeah, yeah. He likes to save. Oh, my God. It's, a lot. it's exhausting. A skill um, I don't have. 
despite yeah. being a financial advisor. Yeah. It's hard. We'll talk about that. Line, it's very girl. hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so we're so glad that you're here. Um, one of my favorite things about you is I feel like you're always connecting mm-hmm. people, particularly women. So I feel like within a week of knowing you, you were like, who do you need to know to get business from? And I'm like, okay. And so like, I told you some people and like, you've always come through on that. Um, and I try to do the same for you. You and, do. You know, I just... I feel like they we have do. a whole branch of our business now that is this person knew this person who this knew that who knew Rebecca. Yes. Who, you know. It happens. So it happens. It is know, all about relationships. Also. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really For is. Sure. And I don't know why I've just kind of always been wired like that. Mm-hmm. You know the thrill of if you set someone up on a date and then they like each other. They get They're married. Like, oh, I've done that. I'm a life changer. Jen's husband and she, they got married because I introduced them. Oh, good. Oh, I know. Yeah. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. I just love when you connect people and then they like each other and they become friends or they do business together or there's yeah. another way it helps people. And then, of course, not so altruistically, it always comes back around. It does. Over the years, you know. Well, and I think that part of the biggest thing that is um, so attractive about you, besides the fact that you're just a beautiful woman, obviously, <laughs> thank you, thank but uh, is that you are a female financial planner. Tell us yes. what it's like being in the financial planning game as a woman versus a man. such an interesting question. And... Um, I've thought about it differently over the years, you know, as you continue to have different experiences. And when I first started in in the industry, people were like, oh, you're going to do so much business with women. And I was almost a little put off. Like, yeah, I mean, I can do business with women, but I'll do business with men also. Like, what's really the difference? Right. Um, Are you saying it's because I don't have a penis that (laughs) I will not be good at doing this? I think I can handle some men as well. Yeah. Um, But they were right. In that women just support each other differently. They connect each other differently. And they relate to one another a lot faster. Um, so we have a lot of male clients, of course. And my partner is a male. And we're working with single people and families and businesses. And um, But who I get referred to the most, the most often, is women. Um, and you will find, like, in a one-on-one conversation in an hour, you will learn about the insecurities and their marriage and their family history and all the things that they probably wouldn't have come to the table and shared with a man, a random man right out of the gate. Yeah. There are also things of course, that are more difficult about it. Um, people think you don't know as much or they, no, we don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah. big, big like, lawyers. Numbers are hard. I like, know. It's you know, so hard so, going um, in the court. <laughs> I think we're initially more trustworthy Mm-hmm. Like they say, I think nurses and teachers are the most trustworthy occupations in the country. And then when they dig deeper into the data, it's really, well, 95% of nurses are women. It's a helping profession, but, and then same with teachers. So there's something nurturing and caregiving stereotypically about women. So I think people trust me faster and trust my recommendations faster um, if we can get over the hump of you know, of you the fact that women know some things. The fact that you don't yeah. have a penis. So it's, it's, I know, that's I think real it's like tricky that for, for everybody. everybody. There's pros and cons, mm-hmm. just like well, if you were a man. Or- and that's part of the reason I like that you're a part of like a male-female team. Mm-hmm. Because without a doubt, Ryan probably likes you more than me. But before he knew you, like mm-hmm. I think it was super helpful for him to like have a guy, because guys talk about numbers differently than women as well. So Absolutely. like, you know, Ryan has weird, I don't know compounding interest questions and all other numbers, which I don't know. Right, right. But like, you know, like... (laughs) Turns out that's a thing. Whatever that is. That's a thing. Moving right along. It's a big word and a hard concept. But I think having 
Tim there like makes Absolutely. a little bit of like a and part you know. of that on my side is strategic like it just as as it is on Tim's yeah you know and there are a lot of amazing powerful all-female teams you know across mm-hmm. the country and some of my colleagues have even asked me you know why don't you use other female advisors more as to come in jointly on a case I'm like I just think there's more power having different types of brains at the table well you know or if someone relates to one another differently or yeah like we had a planning meeting this week and it was funny because Ryan and I were bantering a little bit back and forth about what did you call it the outgoing the out extreme outflow of finances (laughs) these days it's very feisty about it (laughs) and one bill in particular is for interior designer and I was like we could exchange I'm that thing for some you. other things, though. So right. we need you to dial no, yeah. that down. Right, right. It's like, I need you to calm down. And Elizabeth goes, well, Tim's wife's actually an interior designer, so Chances I Chances are yeah. he supports that bill. Right. <laughs> like, but it completely shut down his argument. So right. I was like, Well, huh. yeah. Me Take kind of. That, that was more a joke I mean, than anything. But, um, no, but I, I do, I think that that's a brilliant um, idea for your team to have. I mean, because sometimes men are going to relate more to other right. men and women are going to, or, or vice, vice versa, versa, you know, yeah. so giving them the options, fantastic. I mean, with mm-hmm. our law firm, we joke Todd Major is with our firm and um, it not only is he one of the most probably brilliant lawyers that he's I know. so smart. I mean, mm-hmm. he's literally brilliant and writes mm-hmm. amicus briefs for all of the um, things going up through the court system. He's just st- stunningly smart. But we joke that he's our token, token middle-aged man for our firm because, I mean, it helps lead, it helps lend, um, you know, credence to... A little to, bit of credibility. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it really, it, it's for some people, they right. need to see it like, and whether why that's are right there or, only women? Right, and whether it's right or wrong, those are the facts. Right? Yeah. At least today. And it's yeah. different than it was 20 years ago, and it'll be different 20 years from right. now. But why truncate your potential success mm-hmm. by, you know, yeah, only working No, I mean, I it, think it's it, best for the client. Yeah. But, um, you know, we were talking a little bit of earlier about how your approach is more of kind of like a holistic approach. Like, mm-hmm. once you, if you have a female that is um, hiring you or speaking with you about financial planning, she's going to open up and share all the things. And then you can make recommendation based on her whole story. I right. mean, I've had a few financial planners and it's, it is very like numbers. Like you do this, you can say do you this. Had a you few. do this Tell us. or then this. <laughs> Who'd you break up with and why? No. Um, well, I mean, it's just, it's, I would appreciate the more holistic female approach mm-hmm. thoroughly. And like, I've already told Rebecca that I'm going to work with you mm-hmm. because I mean, like, you heard I it need, here, folks, yeah. just got a new client. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, I told you the podcast would work. I know, right? <laughs> Friday. But no, I mean, like, sincerely, that's huge. Cause you can say, okay, I mean, like, I'm not going to sit down with a male financial planner and be like, Oh God, let me tell you about my divorce and how that financially and emotionally affected me. And burr, 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 right. burr. and they'd be like, "Well, you can put up to sixty five hundred dollars in your Roth IRA." You know, I mean, it's like that—that's not going to be. You want to do business with people that you really, really relate to, and um, very true. Yeah, I think that that is a huge strength for you as a female, especially dealing with female entrepreneurs. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and so kind of. What are some of your recommendations and things that you've learned in the investment world and kind of financial planning world that you think would be helpful? Yeah. So I think after my years in the space, there, of course, are a handful of things that people don't know about that I think is broadly helpful. Um, And of course, this is never umbrella financial planning advice, right? Like every, 
everyone's situation and story and what would work is different for them. But some general just like things. our legal advice that yes. we do not we give on the show. We no. some, out there. We give some tips. This may or may not apply to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. Um, one is the concept that the 401k is the holy grail in financial planning, right? So you'll run into people that are 40, 50, 60, and what they've been doing their entire career is, well, I'll, I'll sign up at my company and I'll max out my 401k and I'll get the match and that'll take care of me. I don't have a 401k. Well, so this doesn't apply to you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to throw that out there. Just right. like crawl up on that cross. Right. I don't have one. I know. And not You're to welcome. get too in the weeds on things, but have you guys heard of a Roth? Yeah, yeah. I have one of those. Okay. Winning. <laughs> you are winning. Nailed it, bitches. Right? So <laughs> the thing Woo. about the 401k that's awesome is that you don't pay the tax today, right? So mm-hmm. if you make $100,000 a year and you put 10000 into your 401k, the government's only going to tax you as if you made ninety. Okay. Great. Winning today. And we're getting a company match. Awesome. It continues to grow, tax deferred forever. You've never paid compounding tax on these interest. Dollars. Isn't this compounding when the compounding interest, interest yes. comes yes. in? I don't um, know what that means. Right. It right. means it makes a lot of money. Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's okay. Good. All right. You'll know after we work I'm together. I'm a girl. I don't really understand numbers. Numbers are hard. If you could use small words. There's a right. chart. Right. So the point is when you get to retirement and you go to pull out those dollars to live on, you are going to be taxed at ordinary income tax rates, which is your highest possible tax, right? So you deferred tax all these years, which was fantastic, but all politics aside on where national deficit is and our country's got to come up with some money, right? And we, everyone is complaining about tax, but the highest marginal tax rate right now is 27% before your state and your healthcare tax, right? There is a 60-year history in our country where it's 40% or higher, 50%, 70%, 80%, oh, so right 90%. Good. You are in a historically very low tax mark, huh. tax situation. I was going to say that, that sounds insane. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jesus Christ. Christ. It's like I'm everyone bitching that. about interest rates on a mortgage. Right. It's like, well, it, we oh, did have a freak low. situation, Absolutely. but average mortgages right now are a 6% interest. Which is still low. Like, the, it's still historically very low. had like a 20% yep. interest when I was on their mortgage. Jesus I know. Christ. So it's still a good situation. So with your 401k, you get out of paying the tax now, right? But when you get into retirement, the likelihood of your tax being 50%, 60%, is quite likely. So do we like my Roth? We love Better. your Roth, Sarah, and yeah. here's why. I win. A Roth. I know it. You know what? You, you know what? You don't need us. I don't. You got your you shit know what? God damn it! I am so brilliant with numbers. Who knew? Right. So the Roth, and then I'll wrap this one up. But the Roth, you pay the tax today when you're probably making the least amount of money you're going to make, and you're mo- most likely in the lowest tax environment you're going to be in. And you get out of the way, and then it grows forever and comes out tax-free. Yeah, it's lovely. The point is, you meet with people in their 50s, 60s. We're getting close to retirement. They've got millions of dollars in their 401k. They do? And they never, (laughs) some of them. Who are these people, Kevin? Ryan Hallberg. Ryan. (laughs) I knew it's Ryan. And then it's like, well, you're about to be taxed all to hell. So you thought you had three million in there, but once we take all the tax you have off, two. right? It's still a great tool, and we use them all the time, and they're mm-hmm. fantastic to have. But they are not the holy grail. They're not the only way, and you need other 
buckets and places that you've saved along the See, way. See, I had a strong internal feeling that the 401k was not for me, right. which is the reason why I didn't You've been guided, <laughs> guided by spirit since Brilliant. you were talking I about did. reincarnation I did. Earlier. I met with a medium. They advised me not to do a 401k. No 401k. Did you really meet with a medium? I have met with a medium before. I need yeah. to know. Oh, it's fucking amazing. I'm yes. so into all this. Absolutely. So into all this. Yes, I have, uh, which we can talk about only okay. after your okay. financial advice, but right. it is, it does make for good, right. good listening. Um, so another tip is that insurance can be your friend. No one likes to talk about insurance. No one wants to sell insurance. No one wants to buy insurance. You know, they think we sue insurance companies. So we actually do feel that insurance yes. is our friend. I know. And I've heard Rebecca and talk about us. this before. Like when you guys have clients come across your desk, it's like, oh, if only they had had this you insurance. If you were properly insured. Yes. God. Like, and one thing y'all got us on was getting, making sure our disability policies were high Huge. enough. Huge. My disability policy paid out like $1,000 a month. And Elizabeth right. looked at it and she goes, Rebecca, if you can never work again, you're going to get $1,000 a month. What are you going to pay for? And I was like, and you're going to live off of Ryan Hallberg's right. millions Ryan and millions. And this and this I know. I know. Okay. But as we said, you know, women need to be prepped for their own stuff so you don't have to kill your spouse. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I mean, that would be another option. Or rely on them if they try to kill us. Exactly. And have to get divorced. Exactly. And I love Ryan, insurance. but if you need me to help you hide a body, I can do it. <laughs> Just saying, I'm a really good partner. Hopefully, Elizabeth's going to set me up well enough that I don't have to kill him. Yeah, exactly. That's well my on first the way. recommendation. You're well on the I way. support that idea. But yes. First and but foremost. the disability insurance is huge. No one thinks about it. They think about life insurance. They think they're covered. They're not. Their corporate situation is covering like less than half of what they've got after taxes. So that's a that is the number one thing that can really derail you. I feel like I have like 7K in disability a month. Is a that month? okay? I don't know. It depends on how much you spend a month. Ugh. Well, if I'm disabled, I'm no longer traveling, right? <laughs> so not probably traveling. not that much. It'll come back a you're little bit. Traveling. There you go. I'm not traveling. I'm right. sitting at home. You're right. Possibly. Actually, your life will become so horrible. I think maybe you don't need it. Right? That's kind of right. what I think, right. too. I'm moving into a tent down by the river. <laughs> um, but Rebecca and I have talked about this. We're the, pos- the likelihood of us becoming disabled to where we can't work as lawyers mm-hmm. because right. it's not a physical disability generally. Like, as long as we have our brains, right. sadly enough, we can work. Uh, right. continue. So we probably as won't long as you need it as long as we don't, don't have a, a head car injury. And crush your right arm. Or we can use AI now. Oh, I saw true. some guy that yeah. had ALS that was using mm-hmm. uh, AI to talk. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like we could do that if You'd needed. Probably make it work. Wait, I need to know, not to get off track. No, but how are we, how's he using AI to talk? If so he... his eyes scan um, uh, the keyboard, yeah, yeah. and so there's this keyboard oh, thing, awesome. and his eyes go through, and then it puts out even like his voice. Like it's amazing. Oh, it was so, cool. so good. It's been like such a game changer for him and his wife. I was crying watching. I think it was Lester Holt the other day. I was uh, like, Lester always says a good thing. Was this a real? Was it a real? so nice and lovely. Anyway. And okay. I, I can't remember if I heard this from you or mm-hmm. another one of my financial friends, mm-hmm. but the disability insurance is more often used than actual life insurance. Yes. Um, disability insurance is more expensive than your basic retail life insurance. Oh, it's insurance. not cheap. Yeah. It's, it's not, cheap not cheap. Because one in four people will use their disability insurance. One before, in four? For retirement age. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Right. That grief. What is happening to these people? They've been and getting do disabled. they need a lawyer? I mean, I Some feel like Some of them like are getting hurt at work in an auto accident. Right. And they right. should definitely call Here us. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Help. Yep. 
I have two clients right now out on disability claims, and both are under the age of 35. The fuck? Mm-hmm. What? I, well, I can't one know. is, I mean, yeah, no, you can. We don't. Okay, good. Are, but yeah, one yeah. is a random, like, slip disc situation. Okay. Um, that was hurting and hurting and hurting, and she wasn't able to get her MRI, and it degenerated, and she ended up in the emergency room because of the pain, and it had wrapped around her spinal cord for longer than 24 hours, which caused sort of, she's going to be okay. She's in a rehab facility, and she will be walking and running and sprinting a year from now. Thank Christ. But Good Lord. That's crazy. She was in alcohol marketing, right? So she's driving to restaurants. She's taking people out. She can't do any of it. And then her Ugh. her medical bills are Ugh. through the roof. Through the roof. So, which is why did everyone she have health, health insurance. insurance. Good she God. did have health insurance. Oh, thank God. Okay. She did. But um, even with health insurance, right? right? Like I've got like the some platinum plan or whatever, and we mm-hmm. offer it through our firm. Like, right? I mean, I still have to pay like I don't know ten thousand dollars out of pocket every year mm-hmm. if I have like Crazy, surgery, yeah. like for my ACL. I was like, well, that's cheap. Right. Thanks. Yeah. I think we might need one or two surgeries at our house this year. So I'm like, we should go ahead and get our racks. You. Who's having surgery? I'm scared I might have surgery on my shoulder. Hmm. Well, I'm glad that we gave you disability insurance. I know, right? Thank goodness. Don't worry, Sarah. She won't be out long. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) She can still type. She's fine. I'll get that bitch. She's not getting like an amputation of her hand, (laughs) for fuck's sake. You're not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's so shoulder correct. surgery. I think so. Okay. And putting it off, like it's, uh, it's like I definitely messed it up though. Mm. What'd you do? I cut down the big azalea in front of our house. Oh, oh my God! I don't mean to and I felt it. I remember like, hearing I this. I felt kind of crunch the thing. But the azalea was it was that giant one you couldn't see the front of our house. Right. And so Ryan was helping me. I was going to cut it down for Father's Day. Happy Father's like, Day, yeah. Ryan. Get I out was here. Like, That's I can't get this you a couple of hours. <laughs> Within the first five minutes, like, I felt my shoulder, like, Mm-mm. pop. Mm. But I didn't want to give up because I'd gotten him off the you're couch. Rebecca Happy Father's like, Day, I'm Ryan. Like this you. damn yeah. azalea. Mm-hmm. And, like, my shoulder the whole time was like, vroom, 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 vroom. No, like, ma'am. throbbing. And it will not. I cannot get it calm back Have down. you, you've had a shot. You've already had shots in your shoulder, right? So I, Ryan's uncle's a physical therapist. So like he worked on it some at the lake and like was able, able to help some. But you can just hear it grind. Like if I raise my hand over Those my crunch, head, crunch, it's, crunch. it's like you can just hear it. It's nasty. Mm. You do need to go see Tim Griffith. I know. He did he's, bra- he's brave. He's ortho. ortho. Okay. He did Sarah's knee. He's he did my knee. He's brilliant, but he um, is the Braves team doctor. So he's really good with upper extremities. Mm-hmm. We need that for you. Okay. <laughs> I'll go with you. Well, I love him. We'll yeah, go say hi. Right. Okay. We'll get you fixed. So that's the insurance shebang. Did not avoid that situation. You got to have someone you like, someone you trust, someone you know is helping you with the right stuff. There are a lot of terrible insurance companies out of there. There are a handful of really good ones out there. You just got to have the right stuff but definitely look into it. Um, Another thing I find myself saying a lot is that financial advisors aren't for other people. You know, I'll run into someone or I'll get referred to someone and in our first call, they'll say, well, you know, I may not actually be ready for an advisor. I understand if you don't want to work with me until I have a big lump sum saved, right? So the concept out on them screets is that you need to have a large chunk of Huge funds cash. that you that an asset manager is going to be willing to invest for you. And in some cases and in some shops, that is true. 
But if you have margin where you can save a little bit every month, then you're ready. How is fifty dollars? It's better than none. Okay. <laughs> Look at me. But you think about the power of the 401k, right. right? Is because it takes out an issue of human behavior. It's an automatic savings of a small number, you know, every month, and that's the power of it. So if there's some money you can save every month, then you're ready to get some advice on where it what should go and how you should do it. And the younger, the better. You know, young people don't start because they feel like they're not deserving uh, of one yet. Ryan not- Hallberg did. Did he? he? very young. Oh, that yeah. bastard. Between Rebecca and Ryan, I swear to God, like the conversations that she and I have are so polar opposite <laughs> of our financial like portfolio or whatever have you. Uh, in the sense that she has one and I really don't. And so we like have these conversations and she'll say, so we're thinking about diversifying and going maybe in this route. Like they, as you know, you're her financial advisor for a lot of things now that she and Ryan are very particular about their things. And I'm like, mom would be like, you really have to get a 401k. And I'm like, I don't have a 401k. I'm sorry. I'm like, I bought a building for the law firm. I feel like that could That's be my asset. asset. You're Mom. diversifying. I yeah. know. I'm like mm-hmm. diversifying. So we have completely different um, mm-hmm. ideas, but that is, uh, I, I couldn't be more proud of the people that start saving early and mm-hmm. start like hunkering down. That's just never been my right. Uh, Ryan's MO. ready to Either. be 100 and wealthy. I'm like, can we just spend some of it now? Like, why do we want to be rich when we're old? I feel like y'all will be ready to retire, though, probably in the next like seven to 10 years. I'm going to work till I die mm-hmm. without fail. I'm done. And for some people, that's okay. Like, and I yeah, don't see myself I'm, quitting. Yeah, ever. I don't really see myself maybe quitting less, either. Maybe I have a bigger team. I would just like to maybe do it I from reinvent. Portugal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I can't say that I'm going to work forever. <laughs> Rebecca's like, now nah, I'm out. I'm probably. She's, she's like, like, Sarah, this partner, let me tell you now. I'm going to work. decision that I'm actually ready to retire in three weeks from now. Go right. with God. Good luck. I think I'm going right. to work really hard for like the next 10 years. Yeah. And then move into mediating when I've got a little bit of like gray hair. Uh-huh. I and mean, I'll still dye it blonde. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh. And then I'm just going to mediate and have a beach house and can we go in on like a castle though in scotland or portugal like the two yeah, of i mean us? i've still never been to europe so i definitely want to go to europe before Some i invest fuckery. in a castle you've never been to there. europe no never I you've These been are... to vegas a lot i love vegas <laughs> and she i mean they've loves got vegas paris hotel right there right like that right. basically counts right i mean i still That's haven't so been true. to that though because i never yeah leave i mean the hotel i've been vegas. trying to get her to go with me so you've really been to all the only one day because my parents would never take me either so i when i worked for a youth group that was our like special trip was we got to get a fucking Epcot around the world. I didn't know you worked for a youth group. Yeah. Well, I worked for Young Life, so I'd go work in Florida. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was a counselor. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. This is amazing. Good Southern girl working for Young Life. God, I love that. How how your your views have changed, Rebecca. (laughs) I love that. Now you just know you can love Jesus and still go to Vegas a lot. That is true. Exactly. Right? You just love Jesus, Jesus by being a good Vegas person. Too. Exactly. Oh, my God. Which definitely just made me think. So George and Henry are at the same uh, camp. camp this week. Mm-hmm. And it's a church camp. Another weird thing. So they're definitely teaching strange things because when I Very. picked George up the other day, he goes, 
I think I'm ready to die. And I go, okay, what? that and the buried alive thing, what? we're fucking done. So we're withdrawing them from these camps go, right now. I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, I'm just ready to go be with Jesus and God. He oh, goes, I really miss them. For and fuck's sake, I miss them? I go, do you know them? And he goes... Yeah, they're in my heart. And I was like, okay. They're saving people at that camp. They're definitely, so, definitely going to be my, a preacher when my I My daughter up today. went to that camp all year last year. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because it's down the street. I'm really concerned about this. Well, I know, for but both listen to children. this. It's basically Mom, free. Listen to this. I support Jesus 100%. But my child doesn't need to die. And you have until 6 p.m. to pick up. This exists nowhere else in the summer for a working mom. You're not wrong. But I sent Khaki, my daughter, all summer last summer and I was like no never again so she she's been now she's been for two weeks this summer um and I'm a Jesus lover but this is next I level. love Jesus too this was but like no putting ma'am. the fear of God into her as opposed to <laughs> the God God is here to love you and support you she this was is old testament things. shit yes. right yes okay this is like the angry fire yes. hell brimstone yeah yes. we're not doing that no. shit uh-uh. yeah I guess I'm maybe about- that's why George wants to die and go ahead and just be with Jesus and God now. well I mean he's already worried he's going to be buried alive so maybe he could get to Jesus faster <gasps> I don't fucking like know is it all tied in together Rebecca I'm not happy about this Henry he loves it then. He says it's the best place on the planet. They love it. It's mm-hmm. like classic old school fun. Mm-hmm. Like board games and roller classic skating. Classic old school indoctrination. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's brilliant and by one them. One of my friends. So this is um, originally a Baptist organization. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which being from Kansas, so I didn't crazy. really know about what that could potentially represent. North Carolina Appalachia? I know. Yes. And I had some other mom friends tell me that their Baptist church in the South had a hell room mm-hmm. growing up. It's a hell room. <laughs> I don't know. It shouldn't be funny. Why is this funny? It's, Why am I laughing? It's bad. It's the transfusion. So in the hell room, you go and it is just absurdly hot. The fuck? Are you kidding? Yes. And so if you've been sitting or whatever, they will send you... To the hell room in the church. Right, Maybe that's where George this. went. We're and that's done what he was with that. I'm, I'm, I'm asking no. if he's been to the hell room. I'm going to call DVACs on both of y'all. I'm going to go well, and rescue your children the from the indoctrination the right camp now. Last We're year. to see if they had a hell room. Well, because what Kathy was coming home telling me that she was learning, I was like, oh, this is all coming from this one counselor. Oh, fuck who that counselor. Is, like, Absolutely not. This is not. so outlandish. There's no way that this is the approved curriculum. So I called the church thinking I was doing them a solid. Like, just so you know. They she elevated was- her to camp director, didn't <laughs> yes, they? I did. Yes. 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 So Khaki was saying, <laughs> and we're really off topic now, but it's fine. Um, Khaki was saying, like, Jesus has to be number one in my heart. He has to be the only thing that I actually love. I need to love him more than you guys or I'll go to hell. She didn't say hell, but, like, eternal damnation. The room. I'm like, what? Wait, a child used happening? the phrase eternal damnation? I don't remember what she I'm said, but that was what she was implying. Or, you know, you can't get to heaven or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is this one counselor that's off the wall. And... Nope. Lo and behold, his parents run the children's ministry of the church. <laughs> They've never known or trusted do. anyone more than um, him. And that is the curriculum. That's what all the classrooms were learning. No wonder George is disrespecting me these days. Right? right? And Kaki <laughs> was there with number her one. You're not Jesus. <laughs> Hello. Kaki was there with her favorite Jewish friend. I know she was like... <laughs> Oh my God! She was at that church camp. Yeah, because it's like for fuck's sake a camp, a summer camp, 
at a church. There's yeah. hundreds of those. You know, there are. Whatever. Um, we didn't really know what we were poor stepping Jewish into. Girl. I know. I'm, yeah, no. All right. We're going to have um, to talk off the record anyway. whenever this is over of what camp this is. I need to immediately put this I out on it. my mom. Right. Last. We'll definitely get it. He wants to go every week next summer. Fuck yeah. Fine. I think it's it depends on your free. kid also. Hunter hates it. My, Henry, <laughs> Henry doesn't fall victim to that stuff. Uh-uh. He's like, he's been poking holes in the Bible since he could talk. Like, no way they got two of every animal on a boat. This is bullshit. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> my daughter, on the other hand, is like prime for the cult picking. Yeah, no. Like, she she believe. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, she's a believer. Adeline yeah. is yeah. like, uh, how do you know that God is not a woman? I'm just curious. Have you talked to him personally? Like, right. has there been proof y'all had sat down in a conversation? You and the man God, the, the white guy. man God with the big white beard and the yeah, white Adeline hair. She's like, no, she's like, Hayden go fuck yourself. Enjoy. I'm not doing it. Hayden and Only if there Jackie were hot boys. Right, yeah. There's yeah. Hot, boys, hot boys, Hayden's and in. Oh, and candy. It's all in. Yeah. Candy. Um, yes. So, okay. Where to get we? us back on topic, I yes. know one Sorry. thing, it was just so, I, I love being off topic with both of you mm, all. It's mm, so mm. fun. But do you have any good advice for our spender friends? Mm, I do, I do. Don't look in my direction. <laughs> I only travel. Which Fuck. actually, well, it's okay. I'm wired the same way. Okay, good. And what this you got? ties in perfectly to the last thing I was going to bring up, which is just that financial planning traditionally has always been just about the numbers, and it's much more than that, right? So in my opinion, it's 50% your taxes and your numbers and the black and white and the investment choices and all of that. But the other 50%, I know, but the other 50% and my favorite part probably is a psych major. I don't know, but just is all about the human and the human behavior. And when you're trying to change things about someone, a plan, spending habits an exercise habit, a diet habit, you know, it's really hard to do. And so I'm not good with any of those. I know. Rebecca's much better at all and so, of those than I am. Traditionally, I too would be a good cult member because yes, I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I'll she's do it. like, tell me all the news, right. the latest, brightest ideas. And I'm like, nah, right. I'm good. So you really need to understand a person and their wiring around money. What did they pick up from their family? Do they have scarcity mindset? Are they working so hard but not enjoying life in the meantime? Are they huge spenders? for the many reasons you know you got to understand how someone is actually wired so that you can help them apply the numbers and actually move the needle and i think in traditional planning heavy in the male dominated space it is like here is what the numbers say here's what you do go do it that's not going to work for a lot of people who aren't wired like ryan Holberg, you know correct Um, ryan best client ever for that aspect yes me yes opposite client for that right okay so you can tell me if you would think this would be helpful so i was actually exposed to this industry because i came in as a client okay and through part of that process they're asking you worked with what is you know do you think you're a spender or a saver and i was like um I i think i'm some of both they're like, okay, so you're a, you're a spender. Like, Same true, C's. true, mm-hmm. true. You got Fine. me. Um, and so I've learned as I've acquired clients that are spenders, a process, some tips and tricks to help them save without it feeling painful. Right. Okay. So my personal theory is that we're kind of all addicted to something. And I'm not talking about like ruin your life necessarily. Go to rehab addictions, but I'm Food saying. Sound. Every 
animal creature human is looking for their dopamine however they're going to get it right buying plane tickets right exactly (laughs) and for some people it's working out and for some people it's business success and for some people it's spending for me it's spending so i first applied this to myself and i call it spend up so instead of i'm going to save up for that i'm going to spend up for it and the concept is let's say someone in general spends ten thousand dollars a month to live their life okay so if i come to sarah and i'm like sarah i need you to make that eight thousand or you're never going to retire sarah's going to be like this process is not fun i hate it i'm not going to stick with it just like if it was a super stringent diet not into it she's not wrong right (laughs) so i have found and how it works for everyone is different depending on their lifestyle and their habits but the concept is to create a mental trickery margin in your day-to-day spending and to move that margin from one account to another account. So for instance, ways that I do this, you went, you bought some stuff, yay, you bring it home, you decide I'm going to return that. So I go return it, but it's like, well, I already spent that money. So instead of just putting that money back in my account, I'm going to transfer that to this separate savings account I got, right? So I still got my dopamine hit when I spent, and I actually now I'm getting a dopamine hit from switching it over. It feels like I spent it again, and now I'm watching that grow, and that's helping me. Yep. You know, so I love that. I return stuff all the time. Yeah, and it's different. Like once you start going through your life, you start seeing, oh, I could do it here and there, and it looks a little bit differently for everyone, but... Another way I've done it is getting my nails done. I can do them at home and I feel great about it. So not every time, but if I happen to do them at home, I'm like, okay, I'll just put that 40 or $50. I'm going to wire that over to my side account. Or I go grocery shopping. Part of the reason I spend so much is because I'm, I'm always in a hurry. I'm like, time is money. I'll just go do this and then I'll go work and, and, and make more money. But I wasn't saving at the end of the day. Right. So I'll run through the grocery store, get all the stuff I need. And then I take three seconds, three minutes before I check out. And I'm like, do I really need that fourth bag of salad that I'm going to throw away next week? Probably not. Did we really need three types of cheese? Like we can probably do well on cheddar and mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Do I need the mixed Mexican blend? Most likely not. You know, so it's just I a mean, few maybe it's things. Delicious. I know. Good, but it's like I ran through the store. I did my normal behaviors of like throw it in. I'm in a hurry. I take five seconds to be like, okay, I can do without those. Fine. And then I don't, it's not a laborious amount of time that I add up. Right. You know, but I'm like, okay, that's about 20 bucks. I'm going to switch that over to that other account. Ah, that's brilliant. So it's just little things. I feel like I can do that. That's not bad. And it feel, I think you would get the double dopamine because you're like, spend it the first time, Mm -hmm. get the money back, transfer it over and just see it grow. Right. I love that. I know. God, that's some that's a brilliant technique. So, so I do think that uh, again, being a woman and also having being a psych major, which I just learned about you, mm-hmm. uh, I would say that you're probably more adept than I'm not saying all men, but um, I think a lot of men that are in the finance industry that are just kind of number oriented, mm-hmm. and it's like A plus B equals C. Here you go, go get C. And I'm like, fucking. I mean, I'd like C, but I really like. Uh, I don't want to fucking I don't want to save it. on this. I know. That and sucks. We always say, you know, you want to move the needle enough that it's meaningful, but that it's doable, that you're not making this, creating so much resistance that it's painful. 
Right. Or like you're not Whole30. Stick with it. Yeah, Nobody no has thanks. time for that shit. You're not no. making me stop absolutely drinking and eating pasta and cheese and all the things in one fell swoop. So exactly. I feel like no I should man. probably tell you something now. Oh, You're on I cannot be. Well, I'm obviously drinking vodka now. Thank God. Okay. But because of Elizabeth got me onto the stupid fasting because she sent me the podcast about how to lose weight. Okay. So. In my defense. <laughs> She is always talking about, oh, I just can't lose I weight, know. or I need to lose more weight. Even though she can, it's harder she's now. all muscle, and she doesn't have any I'm fat. To Although you lose. mentioned you've seen her many times fully naked. Na- yeah, fully naked, naked all the time. I'm like, I thought we were close, but maybe not. because well, We travel together a lot yeah. on sure. seminars and share hotel rooms and stuff, so right, I see her right. naked all the time. Right, okay. Good. I found we shower together, we roll around on the bed and money. Just walk here on naked. You know those things. Sometimes we work in the buff and our office. Constantly walking all around. Around the office. That's how we get our male clients. It's called yes. big naked energy. <laughs> Meet with them naked. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Ugh, don't report us to the bar. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but so I read this book on vacation called Fast Like a Girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like lightly fasting right now. Mm-hmm. But in mm-hmm. August. Are you going to be grumpy? No. Like at this point in time, I'm fasting like mm, 14, 15 hours a day. Jesus tits. That's it's a lot. It's crazy, but it's if, really not that bad. If you bad. Quit if you eating at early. six. And by six in the morning, you're already at twelve hours. Yeah, I so go by to nine, you're I at fifteen hours. Go to bed at like two in the morning. If I stop eating at six, I'm gonna be starving. Yeah, it all, definitely it works better if you're an early to bed, person. early to rise person. Yeah, yeah but in funny. August, I'm gonna do the fast like a girl fast, and I okay. can't drink, and there will be a thirty-six hour fast. I'm going to have to go on a trip. <laughs> I can't I be here for you. this. You'll be gone yeah. for part of August. Okay, when do you start? Are you going to do it while I'm at the dude ranch? Because I can't be here for that. I feel like you're going to be I can do that. Why don't we look really at the cranky. schedule and we'll try to coincide. <laughs> Could you do me a favor and schedule your fast when I'm out of town? It's yes. very inconvenient for me. <laughs> Well, so I'm into the fasting, mm-hmm. but I don't know about, I mean, is this a water fast? Sometimes they I'll say you're water. fasting if you're eating under 500 calories mm-hmm. a day. No, it's like, like a full fast. And then okay. she encouraged you to do a three-day fast. Full fast. So Are you going hours? to look for like a burning bush up on top of the mountain? No. You've been going to that fucking camp that the kids have been, <laughs> haven't you? I too have been I to the hill room. Jesus um, is at it again. But so if you do <laughs> the 72-hour fast. Okay. Yeah, 72 hours. I'm Your like 12, body starts producing like, all of these healing hormones, Allegedly. and so I think it might fix my shoulder. Okay, so <laughs> I can't. And I don't TMJ. even know what the fuck to so say about that. So if I for three no. days, I think I might be healed. No. Okay, I had never thought about healing a joint with it. So why should I say it's not possible? It's but all in the book. I do know all. I'm going to like, say it's not possible. Healing I'm gonna go your gut. It heals your gut lining, mm-hmm. and all kinds of disease yeah. pathways are tied to. <laughs> and it's supposed to make you smarter. I don't know. I'm just going to say I'll report back if my jaw and my shoulder are healed your jaw will be healed whenever you you get through the invisalign number one number two the shoulder will be healed when you go see dr (laughs) griffith you don't need to starve yourself for 72 fucking hours and see burning bushes and like white but also you can't go very worried then before this like you have to first just try the fast yeah i think i just want to see if it works if it works i said that this like special stuff will like Okay. Neurons all heat up, and then everything just heals miraculously. It's called yeah, oxytocin. Your body's dying, so it starts <laughs> right. to create People this amazing, like, like euphoria yeah. because you're fucking dying. That's I right. Know. I'll report. I that. love you. I support you. Whatever you decide to do, but I will probably need to be out of town for that. Elizabeth, okay. I'll support. Tag her. in. 
tag in. I joined a Facebook support group. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if you need I'll a support group, is it a good idea? If you need a support group, a there's also a 72-hour sardine fast. Gross. Now, you I'm can't do that absolutely at the fucking out on that. Oh, uh, yeah. I love sardines. I hate what the smell of What is this science, and what are they saying Same about thing. this? Same thing. They all just heal your... All the sardines Protein. and the oil. You smell horrible. Yeah, you're it's just exuding from every part no of your body. No one's going to want to make out with me. No, no. <laughs> um, Elizabeth, yes. we absolutely could not love you more. And oh. your advice has been brilliant. And we definitely uh, think that working with female... Uh, financial plan. Does this mean I'm done now? Is she winding me down? I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm otherwise, our listeners will quit listening. Yeah. Like, they'll be like, "Good God, these women." She's never not wrong. Talking. I'm having I know, to. I know. I'm having ready. to cut us off. But I'm yes, um, yes. If uh, if we did not have a time and people had, had an inordinate attention span, I would continue talking. Right. Or I'd let you but talk. They don't. But they don't. So right. um, yes, I am wrapping us up. But I wanted to say you are fantastic. I am definitely going to work with you. Rebecca raves about you. All the time, not only as a friend, but most importantly, a brilliant financial advisor. And if you can balance out Rebecca and Ryan, who are complete right. polar opposite personalities. Mm-hmm. We got you covered. You've got my vote, girl. Well, thanks so much for having so, me. So um, if you all want mm-hmm. to know uh, where Elizabeth works and you would like to talk to her for mm-hmm. advice or consult with her, you can email us. Um, yeah, put you on in touch. Facebook, and mm-hmm. we will put you in touch with the best in the biz. Absolutely, Perfect. or direct message us, or no I mean, dirty no DMs, dick no pics, yeah. please, for the love of Hard God. Pass. Um, yeah, <laughs> a random dick pic. That's, Can you give me Elizabeth? I'm offended that no one's ever dirty DM'd me. Like oh, I'm kind of offended. What am I doing wrong? A lot. I, you just we should need, what what an, another whole another episode we can do on uh, dirty DMs and maybe dirty. I'll have a goal of trying to get a few that I can tell you about. Perfect between now and then we yeah. can just forward you some of ours. They're phenomenal. <laughs> it doesn't count. Um, it's not for me. <laughs> but yes, but thank you so yes. much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank we you love for having the me. Owens Transfusion cheers. Friday Delicious. Transfusion. Uh, cheers. Whoop, whoop. Lawyers and libations. Have a great Rebecca rest of your summer. You too, ladies. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.